Okay, listener, bear with me on this one. See if you can follow. I'm sure you can. It may resonate with you with a particular kind of knowing. For others of you, this may be brand new, maybe giving you something to think about. But here is the offering from my perspective, from my position in the world as a cisgendered black woman uh, in the world, born in the United States of America, operating in my roles at this time as uh, partner, CEO, mother. I don't like being called superwoman. I never have. And I can't see myself down the road um, either, but I don't know because I can't tell the future. But I don't like being called superwoman. And so respectfully, don't call me that. And be aware of what other um, folks around you, you might be assigning that moniker to, that name to, that descriptor to. And you might be well-meaning. You might be looking at someone and, you know, being so uh, in awe or just astonished by what they are accomplishing in the world and what it appears that they are doing in the world. And they may like, they may like, they may want to be called superwoman, but I could almost bet that that word brings with it a certain kind of energy, a certain message, a certain frequency that is more disempowering, more oppressive, perpetuating oppression in ways that you may not even realize and maybe in ways that that person doesn't even realize. Um, And so I I thought it was important for me to name and to see who else has thoughts. I want to hear from you, but I don't like being called superwoman and I also don't like being called sweetie. Uh, You have to be in a particular role have a, a certain station in order to use either of those titles, those names, those even the terms of endearment with me and me not feel the energy of everything that I'm going to discuss in this episode. We're going to get into it, but um, respectfully, do not call me Superwoman or Sweetie. And I'm about to tell you why. Stay tuned. You're listening to Empowered People Each Day, the podcast, where we talk about what you can do moment by moment, breath by breath, and decision by decision, especially when life gets tough, to relate better to yourself and to others in your life each day. I'm your host, Yolanda Coles-Jones, aka The Calm and Thrive Coach. Peace, power, and love. Okay, here we go. Let's get into it. I I get this uh, descriptor, superwoman, not as much now in my life because I think that the messaging that comes with me in the world, the way that I show up, lets most most folks know that I am um, sort of a, a warrior for caring well for yourself. And that meaning... That we're not trying to do all the things, not trying to do all the things, like just not trying to do it. Um, And enough people know that about me now to know that 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 language, superwoman or hey, girl, you are superwoman, um, how that just rubs me a little differently. Um, And so most folks in my life and in my immediate sphere of influence don't use that term with me. 
But if I notice now at this point, I work with, with people all over the world, families all over the world. And I work a lot with families and a lot with um, just leaders. Um, but when I see leadership, I see that in the home space, I see it in the workplace, in the workplace, in the community. And um, from where from where I'm sitting and the way I see it, a lot of this comes down to the role of a nurturer and misinterpretation of a contemporary version of what it means. It's like a mixed up version <laughs> of what it means to be in the role of nurturer and to be in that role in a healthy and supported way. Um, and what we have seen this is this word, this title, Superwoman, connected to um, the idea that especially a woman or a woman plus embodied person in the world who is a career uh, person, a family person, and someone who thrives in their social relationships and they are getting it all done, A++ on all levels, they are seen as being super. And this then extends out an expectation that if you are not, or at least outwardly showing up to be getting all these things done in a particular kind of way, um, that you are not super. And I have myself experienced as have I walked alongside and worked with to help others break free from this notion, this, this trope, this uh, fanciful idea of what it is to be a woman or woman plus body in the world at this time, raising babies, uh, raising one's self in an empowered way and operating in society with a, a kind of power as well, influence. Um, and so it all seems to come back to this idea or this the role of nurturer. And I want to describe that. I want to unpack nurturer, that word, just a little bit because some folks, um, it doesn't resonate immediately. But uh, when I say nurturer or think of the nurturer role, it's primarily thought of as being the individual in the context of a family who is holding the majority, usually, of the thought space for the support, the guidance, the teaching and facilitation of education, the leading, the grooming, the protecting, the feeding, the planning, and the whole being care in general that is involved in raising children. This is where we see it most of the time. So the mama, the mammal, the warm-blooded vertebrate with mammary glands used for feeding and comfort, um, the creator of the matrix. So here are those that all those words relate to one another. Mama, mammal, mammary, matrix. Um, that's this role of nurturer, the, the one that holds and nourishes things. Um, and so when you think about that last bit, creator of the matrix that, that holds things, you're not any longer just talking about the person who is raising the children, but the energy of of that individual extends then to any container, as I mentioned before. It could be the workplace, it could be the classroom, it could be an actual conversation. A conversation can be a, con a container. So anyone who is um, navigating a conversation and kind of guiding it, a facilitator, it could be a casual conversation or a more formal one, 
that person is nurturing the space for the conversation to take place, for information to be exchanged. The conversation can be a container. A relationship can be a container. Um, you know, a community entity of any kind, a boardroom. And then your interior world, your body, your thoughts, your emotions, um, your spirit, all of these things uh, that you do nurturing, no matter what your gender is inside all of these containers. So in this way, it is not just limited to the person called mama who is in the house raising the children. And that role is divinely important as well. So we're extending out the idea of the nurturer role beyond. So, we, you know, first we're naming all the things that happen that the nurturer does inside the household that are strong and necessary and important work. And then extending that definition, nurturer, out into the rest of society. So anybody, anybody can embody the energy of nurturer or the energy of mama, even if... You have never pushed a human out of your loins or had one released or taken from your body in any way or nursed a child uh, in any way, shape or form. You can still nurture um, a workplace culture. You can nurture classroom culture. You can nurture conversation, a relationship. We've gone through all of these before. So just think about that. Okay, so when you think about... um, that idea of mama, that idea of nurturer, that idea of woman, and I can I can speak to this from from the role of woman identifying and from the role of especially black woman identifying. And so if you're listening to this and you are identifying in the world as a black woman, indigenous woman, person of color, woman, you understand that there's a different kind of journey that takes place for folks embodied uh, in melanated uh, uh, varieties. So, but this this really extends to anyone, but especially I'm just, you know, I'm naming because it comes to me first. This, this, is, this is my lived experience. When we hear superwoman, okay, or when we're called strong or resilient, it suggests that we can take a really good hit. We can take a, a bunch of blows. We can take them and we can take them well. We can take a hit, take a licking and keep on ticking. Okay. We can effortlessly lift and carry loads and burdens that most humans cannot. Like as a rule, ongoing, this is what we're always doing. We're holding all the burdens and that's what we are designed to do. That we're out here. If, if you call me superwoman, it suggests that I'm out here. I'm out here to do the most. Save as many people as I can. Battle all the enemies attacking everyone else's happiness that I can while I hide my true identity and desires from the world and from those closest to me. Superwoman stays putting out fires, great and small, always at the ready, coming whenever anybody calls. Um, And in the context of my real life and in the lives of most people, in nurturing roles, we are fighting <laughs> the forces and the day-to-day generational impact of systems of outright and insidious oppression, subjugation, abuse, and neglect while doing the work of nurturing others, other bodies, and learning to nurture ourselves. 
okay? We are carrying the traumas of our mothers and our mother's mothers and our mother's mother's mothers in our bodies. And many of us are out here doing the very deep and necessary work of healing that trauma so that we pass less trauma down to our children and out to the rest of the world in general. So see that, see that, see that we are fighting. And, and when I, especially when I named that last part, we're carrying the traumas of our mothers and our mother's mothers and our mother's mother's mothers. Those are not, that's not work we asked for. And when you think about these systems of oppression, that's also like, it's getting this stuff out of the way before, like we're fighting to build the world that we want to see while we are nurturing tiny humans or coworkers or folks who work, you know, constituents who work with us, or we have a staff or a team that we are leading, or we are having, uh, we're guiding the conversations that take place inside our home and inside our homes and in our friendships. We are leading boardrooms. We are doing this while we are being oppressed and subjugated and abused and neglected, especially as women, especially as black women, especially as indigenous women and women who identify as people of color. But anyone, I think now, I think now of egalitarian men who are in the role of nurturer inside their homes, then they may have a partner who was working outside the home and they, you know, there may be a male embodied person who's doing the work of raising the children. And I've worked with plenty papas who feel themselves to be oppressed by these systems that are not supporting them sheerly by virtue of their manness, by their maleness. So the role of nurturer, no matter who, no matter what gender is inside the role, that role does a lot of holding and it's holding while it's fighting, while it's coming up against systems and powers and energy that are not in favor of it, that are not supportive of it, that are not um, helping it to take good care of itself. You know, and so what I want, what I would rather, instead of instead of you, whoever you are, <laughs> or anyone, instead of you calling me Superwoman, and inviting all of that um, expectation to embody my divine self as like a totality, right? So I fully, I fully embrace the fact that. I am much more than the body that's holding me. You know, I fully embody that and, and, and accept that. Um, not embody it, I fully accept that and praise and celebrate that. And I'm also a human in the world with flesh, with limitations, with um, the need for compassion and mercy and support and help because most of us out here are being expected to do the impossible, to do the impossible, to do the impossible. That's what superwoman does, the impossible. 
what women do is possible. What the role of nurturer is, is that work is possible. And it's, it's even more possible when the person in the role is not having to fight against a world that pushes her down, that depletes her, that expects her to be at everyone's beck and call every five minutes and do all the things like, no. So when you call me that, you create a story in your mind and it may preclude you from asking me what I need. I might need something. <laughs> I might need your support. I might need like you to see me, not just my role, but me, not just what I'm doing, but my being. That's what I might need as a human in the world. I don't want you to call me superwoman. I want you to see what I'm doing. See me fighting these forces day by day. This generational, uh, the impact of the, the oppression and the subjugation and the abuse and neglect and how it has impacted my mother and my mother's mother and my mother's mother's mother and how it is impacting me and how the work of me healing at the station that I'm in healing down, you know, up the up through the generations in the ways that I can when I heal myself and down through for future gener- that's strong work. See me doing that strong work and then ask me how you can help me. Ask me what I need. Respect me. You might even extend to me a degree of reverence. Unless you're coming from that kind of space, don't do a, a by the way like superwoman sort of thing and then it's like you think that I'm trying or I'm wanting or I'm enjoying having to fight against the systems while doing the beautiful work of raising babies and the hard work of raising babies and raising myself and setting healthy boundaries and holding healthy boundaries and holding my frequency so that I keep well, so that I can do the work that I want to do in the world, in addition to the work that I want to do in my home and am doing in all those spaces. Extend the level, a degree of reverence and respect, not just a flippant, you know, super, you're superwoman. I couldn't do it, sweetie. That doesn't feel like it's it's like when would you call God? Would you call source? Would you call the all the divine sweetie? I don't not unless I mean, this is me. Talk to me, though. Not unless y'all had a particular kind of deep knowing and connection. Would you be like sweetie? Right. Just to a position of such importance of, of um, you know, a, such a vital position in society. And then, you know, when you name it, when you, when you engage, when you encounter me and you offer, you know, say me, I think about me, I think about any, any person who you view or you see as doing any of the things I just named. You see these people doing that, that strong work in their homes, in their workspaces, in their classrooms, in their conversations, in their relationship, in their community, in their, in their own bodies, with their bodies, with their thoughts, with their emotions, with their spirit. When you see people doing the strong work, there is so much that goes against the work that it would be more helpful for you to come 
either with reverence and a prayer for support, sending good vibes that way, my way, their way, or come ready to support with language that's supportive. I see you. Thank you for the work you're doing. Or with readiness to support in action or deed. Can I help you carry that? What can I do to support you today? How can I be helpful? Do you need some money? Can I make you a meal? You know, these are ways to actually come alongside and do more than lip service to the role of nurturer, to the role of holder and nourisher of the containers that make our lives go. The person raising the children, the person holding the space for the work to be done in the business, the person who is in the classroom in that container teaching, the person who is holding the conversations that move things forward, the person who is trying to relate consciously to everyone in whom, with whom they are in relationship, the person who's doing the community work, the person who you see, you watch them, and they are responding versus reacting in circumstances. When you see them, esteem them, give them support. That is, that is work. That is strong work. That actually depletes. It, it actually takes away to do the work sometimes. And what helps is restoration. So those who are still learning how to fill themselves back up after pouring out in these ways could use the support of your filling up as well. Maybe you're listening and this is ringing true for you. Being clear about what you need when folks are trying to support you and learning how to accept, which is its own lesson, you know, on its own. And I know sometimes circumstances make it feel sticky. You know, it's, it's at that point being able to be especially clear about the whys and the why nots. And then trusting that when you are clear about your yes and what you do need, that you will be supported in ways that help you and do not harm you. That's a whole other episode. We are going to go deeper into that too if you stay with me. But yeah, don't call me superwoman. Now I'm mature enough to not have to fight in my mind the way that I did when I was much much younger. I used to be just be like, oh, please don't call me that. I am not trying to be busy. I am not trying to do all the things. I'm not. I'm just doing what I have to do. I got to raise the kids. They need to be raised. Got to cook the food. Food needs to be prepared. Or we got to make sure food is there. Like, And I'm trying to do it with mindfulness, with consciousness. This was years ago. And people would, would call me superwoman and they would be like, please don't call me that. Like for me, it just the, the vibration of it in the space that I was in was not helpful because what I needed was help. And it felt like every time someone used the title superwoman, they were not seeing me. They were not seeing me truly. They were not seeing the work that I was doing and why and how and that I needed support. Because generally speaking, in our society, the role of nurturer is not supported. 
it is not supported in the ways that it that matches what it does. <laughs> if it's, you know, it could be the partner that's not supporting. It could be the coworkers that are not supporting. It could be the company that's not supporting. It could be the neighborhood, the society, the whole system, everything is not supporting what the person in the role of mama or mama energy the holder of things, the nourisher of things, the, the, the role that keeps things going, that keeps folks comforted and safe and protected and guided and taught. That role is not esteemed, not in the ways that it should be, not in the ways that keep women from dying from stress in the ways that they are, women plus bodies, stress-related illness, in the mind and in the body. That's from not being supported. So just if we could just hold that title Superwoman for a season and replace it with some reverence and some curiosity and some support, some supportive energy and respectful energy, deep respect for the role. I would love to be in a world like that. I would love to be in a world like that. And I would love for my clients and my constituents and my friends to be in a world like that as well. For strangers, those whose names I do not know, to be in a world where you show up to your life, to the role that you are in, in the nature, in the energy of nurturer, and you are supported and esteemed and respected in that role because you are literally holding the world together with your love, with your, uh, intelle- your intellect, with your skill, with your talent, with your time, with your energy, with your actual body, you know? Your actual body, those of us who have nursed babies, those of us who have grown humans in our womb, those of us who have, you know, who are doing the work of comforting, offering our bodies to our lovers and with our lovers. We hold magic in our bodies and we are also human. We are also human. We are also human. See us for our being and not just for our doing and bring respect to that role. Okay, if you are looking for additional support and how to walk through and be in the role of nurturer or in the energy of nurturer, there is a masterclass inside Empowered People Deliberate Love School. Um, You can find it on my website, www.yolandajonescreative.com. Again, it's the Masterclass for Nurturers, and I will link it in the show notes. I invite you to take it. Take some time if you are a person who is in the role of nurturer and you would like more support in that role. You would like to know how to better support yourself and how to empower more people to support you. Take that masterclass. If you're someone who really loves the nurture in your life and you really wish that you knew what it looked like to support that person better, you can take the masterclass. Y'all can take the masterclass as a group or as a pair. Look for it. Look for it. Look for it. It'll be linked in the show notes. And I thank you for listening. Oh, I'll look to see you in two weeks. Peace.
Thanks for joining us this week on Empowered People Each Day, the podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Yolanda, Y-O-L-O-N-D-A underscore J, and at www.Yolanda, again, Y-O-L-O-N-D-A, Jones, J-O-N-E-S as in Sam, creative.com. That's YolandaJonesCreative.com. For more info on Empowered People Each Day, the podcast, Empowered People, the collective, and Empowered People, Deliberate Love School. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. See you in two weeks.